The FT. I did a double take at Uber's decision to fund driverless car research in partnership with Pittsburgh's Carnegie Mellon University. Not because I think it is a strange departure for a company whose relationship with drivers is key to its success. Though if I were a young Uber driver, I wouldn't count on the job for retirement income. It was the juxtaposition of the names Uber and Carnegie that stood out. Carnegie Mellon is the descendant of the Carnegie Technical Schools, founded by Andrew Carnegie, the industrialist, at the turn of the last century. As is well known, Carnegie, who was 65 when the school started in 1900, spent the last two decades of his life giving away the vast fortune he'd accumulated over some 50 years in business. By contrast, just six years after founding Uber, Travis Kalanick, 38, has already started to get things named after his company. This is fast philanthropy, product of an age when competitive as well as charitable advantage is fleeting. If I were the university's administrator, my only fear would be looking sheepish if Uber ends up itself being Ubered by a rival, say Google. There is another big difference apart from the short period between foundation and philanthropic funding. The generosity of Andrew Carnegie was genuine and principled, writes Richard Tedlow in his book *Giants of Enterprise*. He believed it was a disgrace to die rich. Whatever Mr. Kalanick's principles, I think we can assume that he does not think he or Uber are yet finished. Funding faculty chairs and fellowships, also part of the Uber-Carnegie Mellon agreement, is creditable. But Mr. Kalanick clearly sees a utilitarian advantage in getting clever Carnegie Mellon computer scientists and robotics experts to help the company explore driverless technology. As Uber's chief product officer Jeff Holden put it, this collaboration and the creation of the Uber Advanced Technologies Center represent an important investment in building for the long term of Uber. When Carnegie spent his millions on libraries, educational establishments, and less successfully, the promotion of world peace, he was not thinking about the long-term future of Carnegie Steel, which he had already sold to J.P. Morgan. He was disarming. Mr. Kalanick is still arming up. For more downloads, go to ft.com/podcasts. 